Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica and as always I'm joined by my favorite gal pal Tara. Hey spooksters. Today, I am doing another patron select. So thank you, Betty, for picking this topic. It got me to watch, you know, one of my favorite shows, which is Ghost Hunters, but (laughs) or Ghost Adventures, sorry, Ghost Adventures. But also, I got to watch the episode where Post Malone was on it. So, you know, I was excited because I love me some Posty. So we will dive in. But I wanted to say a big thank you to Betty for supporting the show. And if you would like an episode just like Betty's, I will tell you how to do that at the end, because I just want to dive in right now. Mm -hmm. So this was the start was a little bit of a ball of confusion, because according to multiple sources, including Ghost Adventures, the Slaughterhouse opened in 1962. However, the website for the attraction, which is now in the place of the Slaughterhouse, this is the Tucson Slaughterhouse in Tucson, Arizona. But according to the website of the attraction, it opened in the 1950s. Interesting. But like everywhere else said 1962. So anyway, we're going with in 1962, (laughs) the Tucson Slaughterhouse opened and became a meatpacking plant, which when I was Googling like slaughterhouse murders, apparently this is a very, very common form of way people murder people. Oh. There's this one in Texas that we'll probably do. It has like 17 or 71 murders. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this pack- this meat packing slash slaughterhouse was open for 40 years because it closed in 20 or 2004. The rumors of deaths taking place on this property have spiraled. However, if you Google this, you will not find a single fucking story outside mm-hmm. of the one I'm going to read you about mm-hmm. this place. Interesting. As far as like their stories of like people were shot and killed and like the ghost adventures episode like alludes to it, but you're like, what is it? So I'm like, hmm. If this attraction place has done a really good job of keeping the stories to like local so that you have to go. Possibly. But shame on you because I want to know. <laughs> In 2009, Bobby Sutton bought the slaughterhouse and turned it into the haunted attraction it actually has five haunted attractions in it wow overachiever i mean right which makes sense because it's creepy dark shadowy it's the perfect place where you could like hide and scare the crap out of people Mm -hmm. it also the building itself just lends an eeriness into it Mm -hmm. 
the legends have said that many humans and animals have died there. But again, no such luck for me finding. <laughs> no <laughs> details. Story. It's fine. <laughs> Outside of the fact that there was a rumor that kids were thrown into the meat grinder by their uncle. Oh, what in mm-hmm. the Hansel and Gretel is that shit? Ew. <laughs> right, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> so there's actually, that story can be found on scaryforkids.com. It's called Meat Grinder. The Meat Grinders is a scary urban legend about two children who disappeared many years ago at Farmer John's meat packing plant in Tucson, Arizona. According to the local legend, the meat grinders in Farmer John's meatpacking plant in Midtown Tucson are haunted by the ghosts of two murdered children. In 1964, the slaughterhouse and meatpacking plant was owned by a man named Warren James. He had two children, Sarah, who was eight, and Nelson, who was six. One afternoon in October, Mr. James was delighted when his children dropped in to visit him at work. Their nanny, Miss Stiles, had brought the two kids for a short visit. She ushered them into their father's office and told them to wait until he was ready to spend time with them. Then she left for a short break. Miss Stiles had only left the children alone for a few minutes, but when she returned, she was shocked to discover that the office was empty and the two children were gone. Unable to locate them, she alerted their father. Mr. James immediately shut down the production line and asked his employees to assist in the search for the missing children. Good job, Mr. James. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They walked around the meatpacking plant looking under tables and moving machinery, but there were no sign of Sarah Nelson anywhere. By this time, Mr. James had become frantic. He decided to contact the police and reporting the two children missing. Soon afterwards, a police car pulled up and two officers arrived to make a more thorough search. After spending hours combing through the factory, searching high and low, the police could find no trace of the missing children. It seemed as if they had vanished into thin air. Their parents were inconsolable. Mm. A week passed and there was no sign of Sarah Nelson. The police suspected foul play and a team of officers dispatched to go over the entire building with a fine-tooth comb. This time, they examined the meat processing machinery very closely and their due diligence finally paid off. They discovered that there appeared to be human remains lodged in the sharp blades of the meat grinder. The entire plant was immediately closed down and the recall order was issued for all the meat that recently left the plant. The officer gave the reason, contaminants found in food, human in nature. Within days, the police issued a warrant for the arrest of the children's uncle. Mr. James's brother had a long history of being mentally unstable. His job in the factory involved feeding meat into the meat grinder. As horrible as this is to contemplate, the police believed the crazed man had murdered his niece and nephew. When they broke the horrible news to Mr. James, the devastated man collapsed in despair. The police had to explain to a grieving father that his own brother had fed the bodies of the poor children into the waiting jaws of the meat grinder. A few days later, even though the remains of Sarah and Nelson had never been discovered, they were officially declared dead. Due to the horrific publicity, nobody was willing to accept meat from the factory and it soon went out of business. Shortly after, the dead body of Mr. James was found hanging in the factory refrigerated meat locker. Driven out of his mind by grief, he had taken his life. After his death, the meat plant was sold and over the years it passed through many hands. 
Ten years later, a new owner began contacting the police to reporting mysterious trespassers in his factory. According to employees who worked there, a little girl and boy were constantly spotted running around the building. Matters only became worse when his frightened employees claimed that they had seen an adult man throwing two children into the meat grinder. And when the workers rushed over to stop the crazed individual, he disappeared into thin air. Eventually, employees quit or refused to work at the plant, saying that it was haunted. Soon the factory was abandoned and fell into ruin. However, that's not the end of the strange incidents. In 1984, 24 years after the day the children had vanished, a security guard patrolling the area discovered the bodies of a disheveled man hanging in the, the factory's meat locker. After being transported to the motorium, the man was identified as Warren James, the uncle of the missing children. Unexpectedly, the medical examiner found the words, I killed them, carved into his chest. They say that every year during the month of October, the ghostly figures of two children can be seen running around the abandoned factory building. On Halloween night, according to the legend, the shadowy images of a man can be seen hanging in the meat locker, while other figures can be seen dumping two small bodies into the meat grinder. Mm. This is on a website called scaryforkids.com. Oh, I'm familiar. I've seen it come <laughs> up with like some urban legend stuff we've done. <laughs> I'm just like, this is for children? <laughs> You're like, this is to children. up. <laughs> so that's kind of the urban legend around there. But like I mentioned, there was a episode of Ghost Adventures where Post Malone was on it, which I find really interesting because at the beginning of that, when they're doing the interviews, like Dakota gets like a, this weird feeling and weird pain. Which, I don't know, if you kind of, like, watch the episodes, like, Dakota always gets weird pains. Like, something always is, like, attacking his insides. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the ghosts are telling him to eat better. Like, he's got bad gut. I don't know. Sure, I'm just saying. Zach was, like, really nervous because I think up to this point, like, Post is the biggest celebrity he's had on the show. But that didn't stop him. You know what Zach likes to do. Oh, yes. No, no. <laughs> the number one rule is, if you are new... You go in alone. Mm -hmm. So they definitely sent him in alone. And while he's there, Post Malone is assaulted verbally by a ghost who calls him dirty and afraid. <laughs> he calls him dirty and then he <laughs> says he's afraid. Uh, oh, my God. I was like, oh. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually like a really good episode. So like. They go in and they interview, and apparently, at the beginning, they interview one of the actors that are in the haunted attraction, and there's, like, this figure, this dark figure, and, like, because there's, like, three photos. So the first photo is, like, off to the ground, like, because they're up on this little, like, riser thing, and it's on the ground, and then it, like, it's closer, and then the last picture, it's, like, touching her, <gasps> and she's, Absolutely yeah. no. That's, like, insidious. Ew, mm -hmm. I don't like this that. This is, like, in the boiler room. Women get attacked, pushed, that kind of stuff. Cut. Like, there's a woman there. Her name is Teresa. I believe Hewitt is her last name. Yeah, Teresa Hewitt. And, like, she went, she was, like, checking something out. And she, like, went in. And then she went back into her office. And her arm was bleeding. Gross. So, like, it draws oh blood. Mm. It, yeah, it, like, attacks women and draws blood. Mm. Mm -mm. And then it was really sad because they, like, talked about the fact that, like, women were attacked by this. And when they were in there. This was, like, early on before they actually were doing investigations. 
And it was something about unsafe along those lines mm. or in like in danger or something. And there was a girl who worked there. She's 21. Her name was Hannah Parkhurst. And she was like in July of the year that they were there. She was driving and a drunk driver hit her and she was oh killed. God. And oh. yeah. And so she was like one of the performers. And so they were like, is the entity like leaving and like attacking people? Because apparently she was like always bruised up because she was called the ginger zombie. And so she always had like bruises all over her, like unexplained. And she spent a lot of time in the boiler room. They did a lot of like EVP kind of work. There was some like, electro stuff you know where like Mm -hmm. the power was cut to the plant Mm -hmm. so they were like there should be nothing here but it's like going crazy Mm -hmm. at one point they're up on kind of like this second story and they just like hear maybe they're just outside i don't know i couldn't really get the lay of the land of this place from like the way that the was like like chaotic (laughs) yeah just like the way it was shot like you just like i don't know where the fuck you are right now But, like, he was he was out smoking a cigarette, and, like, all of a sudden, this door just, like, slammed shut, and they heard it, and then, like, later, they realized that, like, one of their feeds had been cut. The door slammed so hard, it, like, cut, and then there was another one where he, like, watched a door shut. Ew. No, thank you. It's a, it's a good episode. I won't... Yeah, I meant to watch it. I just haven't. It's good. It's season 15, like, episode, like, 17, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. One of the really annoying things is when you Google specific episodes online, IMDb tells you the wrong episode. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot. Oh, so maybe it's, like, episode, or maybe it's, like, season 19 episode something, because it's just, I'm like, why is this so wrong? Right? I mean, I bet if you go on, like, Discovery Plus or whatever, you, they could find it. Oh, no, that is easy, because you're like, I would like this episode, and it's like Discovery Plus. You're like, yes, please. (laughs) Which is where I found it, but, like, Google was misleading me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. no, it was definitely, it was definitely cool. Mm -hmm. A cool episode. It was a little, like, I had to watch it a couple of times to kind of, like, get into it at first. Mm -hmm. It just, there was a lot going on. It was just, like, there was a lot going on, because, like, I think... Like, even though I was glad he was in it, like, Post Malone kind of took away from the attraction of it. Though I was really glad that they gave Aaron a break. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, they made Post Aaron. (laughs) That reminds me of that one episode where the girl's like, I'm not Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. But apparently he was a really longtime fan of the show and really wanted to, like, be on it. And so... Yeah. He was like, really cool. yeah. And I, mean, I was like, I want to be famous. So I can go on. Right. Fuck. I don't need any other thing in my life. Just I would like to go on that show. Facts. And then investigate with Zach. <sighs> Bucket list. So I would be so freaked out if he was like, so you're going to go in this building by yourself. But see, we would do it together. So maybe they make both of us together. Probably right, but not. You know what he would do. <laughs> He'd be like, he would send Jessica, like, you're going here. Tara, you're going over there. <laughs> exactly we wouldn't go together we'd be like and then of course like my prediction is we'd be in a building where we could like hear each other oh god makes it worse but like yeah and it's like every time i think of people who do investigations in the way really because it's like all open air windows so like you could literally be on the other side you'd hear it like that's all i could think about Mm -hmm. i also 
just gave myself the creeps because then I started thinking about the death shoot there. <laughs> mm. No, thank you. But yeah, I definitely recommend watching it. If you are from Tucson and you know the local legends, please let me know because the internet has sucked for me this time around. Yes, tell us. Even like this YouTube show and they'd be like, and Zach and his crew went and discovered the legends. I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> You're like, it's the same fucking shit everywhere. <laughs> they just say that someone died, <laughs> that coworkers killed each other. That doesn't help me. <laughs> Give me specifics. <laughs> it was really hard, but I was glad I found that the actual like urban legend around the kids because that's like a big, that's a big story. So, well, this again was a patron select episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want an episode like Betty, which again, thank you so much, Betty, for being mm -hmm. a member of Patreon and supporting the show. Mm -hmm. It means a lot to both Tara and I because we don't we wouldn't be able to do this show without it. Yes. It helps like when our equipment goes out or things like that and just being able to keep the show up and running. So we really, really appreciate it. But if you want an episode, head over to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls or hit the link tree in the show notes below and you can check it out to get a patron select episode it's our starts at our ten dollar tier mm -hmm. so you can check all of that out but with that i'm going to go ahead and sign off for this evening because in real time it's 11 48 at night <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's hot as hell because my ac is out and to record this is how much you guys know i love you right i turned off my air conditioner mm -hmm. and it's fucking hot yeah because it's summer in Northern California and my AC is broken and yeah. I only have like a portable AC and it and I'm dying. Oh, no. but I love you guys. So <laughs> I want to let you guys know my little my upsetness. Mm -hmm. But OK, mm -hmm. with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off and we will see you back here on Monday for another episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.